0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. You all tapped in live this morning to the Urban Conservative with Chaz Neal. And I have my executive producer, Jontel Tolan.
1: Yo, 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 what's going on everybody? Good morning, good morning.
0: You're tuning in to the Urban Conservative, I'm Chaz Neal. Activist based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we're being brought to you today by the Leon Black Independent Media. We're all about transparency, truth, and accountability. The Urban Conservative is all about the news on the streets, gun violence, crime, politics, and how we solve our community's most hardest issues. How can we change our communities for the better? Let's get back to family, community, and building foundational roots. Let's make sure nobody gets left behind. Shut up and help. Um, today we're going to start talking all, um what's going on in the world. And our first story that we're going to talk about today is. We got, what's
1: this, the lawsuit?
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. So there is a lawsuit uh, with Fleet Farm that uh, Keith Ellison, the, our Democratic uh Attorney General is suing uh, Fleet Farm for some straw purchasing that was going on uh, that were I think it was about a hundred and guns was it It and in total it was like a hundred and some guns that they had found that people had straw purchased from three people Um, and my problem with this lawsuit is that these the people that were buying these guns were legal gun owners. Uh, they were able to buy a gun. Now, the issue at hand is the fact that they were out here selling those guns to people that couldn't legally go buy them. Is that Fleet Farms' fault that people are selling property that are merchandise like merchandise that they're buying at a store it's like me going to sell my iphone so if i go sell it to somebody that doesn't shouldn't have an iphone should i go to jail should i be sued for that nah you blame apple right so it's it's just like but i don't my thing of it is it's it's political it's it's propaganda uh and that's what a, every story I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to break down why it's political propaganda, why it's only being talked about or why it's only being done is because it's election season. It's midterm talk about it and they want to stay away from the core issues, the core problems. They don't want to talk about defeating our futures because that's a deflect and distract. It's a it's a tactic that we fall for time and time and time again. Yep. And are are we gonna continue to fall for it? Everybody wants to blame Agent Orange. He's not the president. He's not the president. The media does that to y'all. Talk about it. The media, mainstream media keeps him alive. Not us, because you don't see him on Twitter. You don't see them on Facebook. You don't see them on YouTube. Fox 9 puts them up there. Yep. Newsmax, but you got to go to Red Voice Media, or you got to go to Truth Social, or Gab Media, or yep. Discord. You don't get to go on the the regular apps that I have that I enjoy going on. So I don't get to see them unless these, what they call Q9 or... Right. Right wingers. So media puts it out there. But I want to go back to this this fleet farm because for me it it's deflecting. And it bugs me that Keith Ellison has the the, the gumption, the, the, the balls right. to go at businesses, but doesn't have that same kind of gumption and, and attitude towards baby killers to people that are out here sexual trafficking our 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 women our, our young girls he doesn't have that that same energy when it comes to that because he likes to blame the businesses instead of blaming the problem he likes to deflect from it and and that's what ellison has done his whole entire career he has protected criminals and not the people and not the people so
1: there's a, there's a word for that isn't it um yeah it. So, was it cronyism or or corruption but Corru- uh, <laughs> there's a word for it
0: <laughs> right 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 i i mean i what well, i'll call it uncle ruckus it's somebody that says because we've we've got a commenter
1: uh asking what the topic of today actually is about
0: i'm talking about political propaganda political propaganda
1: and while you're at it uh viewer please go ahead and share this stream let everybody know we're talking about political propaganda this morning
0: And political propaganda, because it's it's political season, it's election season, so every story that you're going to see out here, you're going to see either the Republicans or you're going to see the Democrats take advantage and deflect and distract from what really needs to be talked about. Because, And I mean locally, um, I'm from Minnesota, Minneapolis, so a lot of the politics that I will be talking about will be on a local level. Um, and a lot will be there. Will be some on a national level that uh, that I need to either debuke or debunk on a conservative level. And for me, when I talk about conservative, I'm 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 talking about uh, family values, traditions, not political. So not politics when it comes to it. Uh, and that's what that I want to talk about. So. With Fleet Farm, this is an attack on our second or right, Second Amendment rights. It's a 2 a issue. Uh, you didn't see any gun owner nonprofits there. What you seen was a white liberal group of white women mm. standing there. There was some.
1: I think that that's probably the biggest um, issue uh, preventing us from getting anything done are white liberal women. And that's my opinion.
0: Right. And and it is because it, it's a lot of it is they don't live in our communities. Uh, I, I think it's great that there was some some victim families up there, but you're bringing them up. But they haven't got justice. Mm. That's what I really wanted people to think about because while they're up here doing press conferences and and getting on the businesses, why don't you go talk to the families and give them some information about their loved ones? Because we still have murders from last year that have not been solved or that haven't even been investigated fully. Um, Are you even have murders from years ago that have have not been solved? I mean, we had body parts all over the, the city last summer the killer hasn't been found is that bro i don't see keep ellison and walls doing no press conferences about that but they always wanted when it comes to something that they can take politically and and try to brainwash uh and lie to our community they take full advantage of it full advantage just like this next story that i'm going to talk about and it's a range of a group let me say not a range a group of school board members and teachers from the state of minnesota um there was a speech given a a, a week i don't know about 10 days ago by um, republican gop endorsed uh scott jensen dr scott my bad dr scott jensen um uh, mm. that he made uh, a comment about Litter boxes being in school restrooms. Uh, now people want to say that this story is false. That uh, it, it's it's a narrative. It was a lie. It was this. It was that. Uh, I want to say people need to do their research uh, and stop allowing Star Tribune, Care 11, CNN, TikTok, uh, because this was this is a trend on TikTok, if people, all you have to do is Google, um, which is, a. I know people want to say, oh, I don't like Google, but Google can be your best friend to save you from mainstream media yep. uh, and save you from a narrative because there's always two sides to the story. In uh, mm-hmm. and, and the middle is the truth. So for me, when it, it, they take this and you have these school board members and some teachers that are coming up and talking about a trend. Uh, and, and honestly, I want to say this because I know that doing research, I did do research before I, I talked about this, is that Minnesota does have a group uh, called Fur Furry Minnesota. Uh, they do events. I'm not saying that they have litter boxes. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did have conversations yesterday with people from a school district up near about, I'd say, about 40 minutes from here, and there is middle school that does allow a child to use a litter box. Um, they live their life as a whatever furry whatever they they um want to call. I, I'm okay with it, I believe. I don't, and see, that's the problem. People get uncomfortable with stuff that they don't understand. Yep. Um, And I think instead of people being uncomfortable, why don't people just do their research and and study and learn about it before you pass judgment? Uh, Because people are afraid of change. Right, but we like the newest iPhones. We like the newest gaming systems. We like the newest refrigerators. We like the newest cars. Why can't we like the newest people? Because people change. It's 2022. This isn't 1776. This isn't 1868. This isn't 1920. We are a country and a world of people that have evolved. We have went from pavement to now being whatever we want to be in this world. Whatever we want to be. That means if somebody wants to be live their life as a cat. If they want to live their life as a dog. What the hell does that bother you?
1: If they're, if they're not
0: like literally, bro. If You're, they're right. Not, You're right. You're right. You're right. If they're not. Trying to put it on your kids or to sway them a certain way because just because somebody might be gay doesn't mean that are like a gay teacher doesn't mean that they're going to in their school lessons that, oh, I'm going to, because they're teachers, gay they teaching my son how to be a gay man. No, that's not something that is, 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 taught. that is something that comes naturally. Uh, that is a body feeling, a body emotion uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's something I don't know how to explain. Uh, I consider myself a heterosexual, straight, right. black man. Uh, I'm not, your point man. is
1: is has nothing to do with you. You don't have to understand
0: it necessarily from that point of
1: view, but yeah, that part.
0: Right. I don't. You know what I'm saying? My thing of it is, is I'm here to learn about it. I'm here to learn, uh, but I'm never here to pass judgment. And I think if people would stop labeling everything. We would be such a better world. We'd be such a better country because it's people want to. And honestly, when I think about labels, especially like with this, it's like it it goes back. I go back to the Willie Lynch letter, the Willie Lynch syndrome, because to me, it's part of rank. uh yep. even when you label something, it's you're ranking it. So now if a person considers themselves a fur, so now they would be on the, the bottom of the totem pole, like they gotta fight for their rights now too, when it shouldn't be there when it's already written in the American constitution. It's just mm-hmm. that politics doesn't consider us people. Mm-hmm. Talk depending about it. On, depending on what race you are, because if we were people, we wouldn't have amendments. If that if black men black women if everybody was included as we the people in the american constitution when it was written we wouldn't have needed we would have needed amendments we would have needed the 13th amendment we wouldn't have needed the 14th amendment because we could have stopped at the amendments that they had they've added them. i want people to realize that that we're added. we're now when they when America and that's what bothers me with seven, let's take America back to 1776. Because if we really go back to 1776, and nobody can explain that to me, because when I do ask questions about what does 1776 really fucking mean? Because in my eyes, when you go back and look at 1776, women didn't have rights, no matter what color you were, uh black people were slaves, uh natives. Native Americans and people were fighting for their lives and their territories and their land. Uh, Asians were just coming over here, Hispanics. You know, we've all had a fight and we weren't written into that. It was white men that ruled the nation, that ruled America. Still do right it, it's and they fight to keep white supremacy alive regardless of however people want to portray it because yeah I support politics I support politicians but I know in the, I know in my mind in my heart that the only way to to get change regardless of what a person looks at politically if they're a Democrat if they're a Republican, if they're a Green Party, if they're legal now, whatever, marijuana, they all have an agenda. And that agenda isn't to be self-sustaining. It isn't to unite the community. It's to cause a divide somewhere for their political agenda, for their propaganda. Um, and that's what I need people to understand is when it comes to locally, politics, political parties should never coming into play because these seats are nonpartisan. If people don't understand what nonpartisan is, that means no political affiliation. But yet we have so many endorsements down here, politically, DFL, Republican, instead of people just looking at uh, Cicely Davis as uh, a black woman who wants to fight for her community in in Washington, D.C that's what you should see. You shouldn't see that she's a Republican because if that's the case, we can talk about the Democrat Omar who has scammed our community, who has allowed our babies to be slaughtered, who has blood all over these streets, who allow the homeless to be brutalized, uh, demonized for things that are out of their control while we have a 61% vacancy rate Of housing, but yet we have all these homeless people. Make it make sense to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to talk about a Republican. But I know where I'm from, it's led by liberals, by Democrats. So we can't Mm -hmm. have that same conversation because who's the problem? Who's keeping us at a stalemate? Right. Right. And
1: right, because you're preventing progress,
0: yeah. You come around talking anything that has to do anything with the R in front of their name. People don't even don't know talk about racist. You know what it is? It's just like anyone
1: who has any criticism about is Israel or Jewish people automatically were anti-Semitic.
0: All right. All right. You know what's crazy is people want to talk about um I don't I, I'm I'm selfish because. I won't do a, a stand with Ukraine on my Facebook or stand with Iran. Why? Get
1: the fuck out of here! Them niggas
0: don't even want to stand with me. What the fuck you mean? Are y'all
1: standing for Ethiopia? Are y'all standing right. for Mali, Venezuela, right.
0: Ethiopia, Por- fucking even Are they standing up for Puerto Rico?
1: Facts. You said you really are want you to know. talk about it. Look, y'all, are want you it? standing up? Are you standing up for North Minnesota? Um, for northern Minneapolis? Are you standing up for North Philly?
0: You know what's crazy is I don't know if you remember this, but in Atlanta when the the Asian the Asian massacre at the nails happened there so there was a, a a mass shooting last summer, or it was last year sometime in Atlanta, I think it was little Georgia, and uh there was a, a lot of the Asian crimes, you know, stop Asian hate. Uh so, gotcha. I know black men that black people that was wearing. I was one. I had a mask because of my sister, Kaya, uh, who was an Asian woman, uh, and I stood with her because she stood with me. And and what I mean by that as an accomplice, not as an ally, as an accomplice. So I was proud to to do that, right? And I and I still would be to this day because I consider her family. But now what I really get into it is there there isn't no black hate crime bill, but Asians have one, right? Yep. Hispanics. But there isn't for black people. So why the hell am I not supposed to be mad when we're the ones out here being murdered, but I don't have a a hate crime. Why is it that 100,
1: 200,000 uh, Afghanistan, uh, people from Afghanistan and Ukraine can come here and get money and get set up, but we're not getting our reparations. We're not getting money put into our communities. and We don't have any kind of reason to be upset. Against, like you said, they got their own little bit of reparations and all kinds of bills after all that stop hate shit, but are we getting anything done for us about all the people that have been killed and executed and lynched over the past two years alone?
0: You know, and I'm going to take this a step further because we wouldn't even be having this whole reparations talk if they would have fulfilled the last reparations promise that they agreed to and took back and then gave to the slave owners instead of giving to people that were starting off with nothing. So we have black people have always been in poverty as a whole. We have always been in poverty because we started off with nothing. We came over here against our will as majority slaves. And I'm talking about people that when they go back and check their ancestry is they don't know where they came back in Africa, because when they find out where their ancestors docked or where they were shipped to, you find a number, you don't find a name. You find a number, so all of these people out here talking about their ancestors came back from here, from there, and you found that on ancestry.com, you are not somebody that deserves reparations. And I'm gonna be 100% honest, because if they can track your lineage all the way back to Africa, that means somewhere along the line that there was already interpreters. Because from my understanding of roots-
1: What you mean? I'm saying like, if, if okay, because the documents go back to when slavery, uh, quote unquote, was abolished, right? Like 1865, right? Right. So right. if, because from their point on, there's documents. So I think- There was documents there. before that though. Right. But I think we should start from the point of slavery because anyone that was like at the point we start before and after right immediately- before and after because that gives us the proof as to who was a slavery and who wasn't.
0: Right. Could be from my understanding of when and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I do need to do some more learning about this, but from the way that I understand it is that there's a difference between somebody that was pre emancipation and then whatever the other word is, uh um, so before and after. Right. Because Right. So be- the before you're going to you're not going to be able to find much but on the number. So the after part of the Emancipation Proclamation is where you start seeing um, right. the roots of where they came from. So if there was Kenya or if it was Somalia, uh, Ethiopia, Nigeria. Um, right. So that's where. So maybe I, I need to detract yeah, well, we'll
1: put it this way: like each state was different, each state had their own way of interpreting, and they would pledge numbers and things like that. So, right. my point right. is that like we look at before and after and we compare because we get the biggest telling of things in that sense, right? But you are right, and even then, that's just one aspect we have to look at, and then also, what about all the immigrants from the Caribbean? And, and Black Africans that have come here but have been oppressed, like say someone from Jamaica or from Barbados that immigrates here. What about the, oppressed, the oppression that they have from, they were brought to the, the Caribbean as slaves as well. So then do they get reparations? Do they, do they not get reparations, you know? Um, so that yeah, is, damn, that's that a is, big,
0: that's a damn, right. you made me think about it on all. They're other asking
1: point. for reparations. Not only that, African countries are asking right. for reparations yeah. from the, the colonial countries as well. For example, yeah. they still haven't gotten their jewelry and their treasures back that were stolen from them that are sitting in museums all across Europe. They, for example, uh, French, uh, countries that used to be former colonies, still have to pay reparations back to the countries that they were freed, quote-unquote, from. It's not the other way around. So, for example, African countries are not getting paid reparations. Instead, they are paying taxes to the the French country for being, quote-unquote, free. This has been going on since they've been, quote-unquote, free. And now after Black Lives Matter, they're finally standing up after the pandemic and how they got screwed over. Now that the famine is coming because of Ukraine and the wheat fields and all the rotting food that has been coming along. Yo, we're going into a huge worldwide famine because of it. And most of who's who's taking the brunt of it? Sub-Saharan Africa. So all these countries are finally rising up and saying, "Ah, no, we had enough. Give us our jewelry back give us our treasures back that y'all been hoarding. We're not taking no for an answer and we we're, we're not paying y'all we're not paying y'all a cent anymore. We're going to we're going to partner with Russia and China and we're going to stand with them because y'all been fucking the whole world over the whole time.
0: Whole time. And and, and that's the thing of it is. That's the one thing that America never never wants to admit. Never wants to admit is what they've done throughout history no matter what part of the country you came from. Is anything that goes on in the the world, America has some kind of influence, some kind of part in it. And that's what people fail to realize is that. And that's why I call Omar. People don't understand why I call Omar a globalist, because she has more interest globally than she has interest in congressional district number five.
1: And that's very telling of liberals and Democrats in general. You have to think about, again, we always talk about the money trails and following the money that has a lot to do with it too. And the people that are in their pockets, in their, in their ears saying, yo, you should do this. You should do that. And then even if they have quote unquote good intentions, when they go in, what happens after they get in?
0: You know, it's crazy that you, you bring this up because uh, that part of that statement is because I had a conversation last summer in uptown during uh the uprising after winston smith uh and had a conversation with uh con- uh that council person councilman jeremiah ellison from, mm. from north minneapolis uh ward four. Oh wait let me get not Ward four ward five and uh he said something that when you get elected, that seat changes you because you come in thinking that you're gonna be able to do what you tell the people that you you yes. know you come in here, but you gotta understand what kind of system you're facing of regardless of whatever you try to do, is you're never really gonna to be to do what you want to do for your community. It's you're mm-hmm. going up against the machine that always has. More than just global, but corporate at heart, more than what they have for the people that they go out here and beg for their votes. So I want people to realize that when these elected officials, they're going up here and fighting for Enbridge, uh, Michael's Construction, uh, Google, Walmart, Target. Talk about it it's not for us because you think that little measly little hundred dollars that we give them are the little ease emails we get daily from these politicians that that does anything when they're getting millions from corporations you think there's these little pennies that they're asking us for and and using the fear-mongering tactics using the the propaganda to scare people to pay because that's all it is we give more in donations to for elections then we donate to to nonprofits and i'm not even going to say nonprofits let's say mutual aid groups that really do right. the work the right Not right here passing coffee and donuts to the popos right like i'm i'm damn tired of that shit. yep and that's that, that's a liberal that's a democrat yes. that's not somebody that's a republican they're not even though everybody wants to say republicans are back to blue They're not out there giving police coffee and donuts when they're out here evicting people. They're putting their money where their mouth is. Right. They're being quiet. If anything, silence equals violence. Y'all out here making sure that they have the, the pumpkin spice, the newest pumpkin spice donut and the newest latte from Caribou but not offer and then not even offer the homeless any resources. That's the part that really bugs me because how can y'all say y'all care about us, but yet are silent. And and that goes both ways because at the end of the day, if the Republicans are seeing these encampments as so wrong, why ain't y'all speaking out about it? Sicily, love you to death, queen. I Good. need you to speak out. Wilson, Love what you're doing. Love what you're doing. I need you to speak out. Same with Jensen. Don't say you care about my community because you don't live here. But I need you to speak out. I need you to speak out about what Walls is doing. Abortion is not on the ballot, sir. It's not on the ballot. But this gun violence, our kids' education, it is. So help us help you. That's what the whole thing of this is, because that rhetoric you're spitting in the media or that they want to twist and they want to spin is only damaging you in the urban area. It's not helping you. So all these little clips, because they don't ever want to put your full speech. They only want to take the clips that they can use. Because it's propaganda. It's all this is is right now. And Facebook isn't helping Instagram isn't helping Twitter isn't helping mainstream media isn't helping. So if y'all really want to get to the core, you got to read between the lines. You got to look in the middle. And I'm not saying, listen to me, go get you, go form your own opinion, go form your own perspective from the way that you grew up and the way that you were taught in the way that you, them family values that what I speak about that conservatism, then come get form your own answer, but don't just go off of CNN, Fox 9, MSNBC. Do other research if you got to read Fox 9 and CNN because I'll guarantee it, it'll be the same article about the same incident, but they will spin it two different ways. That's political propaganda. Mm-hmm. Political propaganda, <laughs> bro.
1: You had a uh a story that um we'll get into in a moment but uh to give people cuz we gave them a little bit of overload of information uh we can take a uh break we'll be back in about 2 minutes y'all mm-hmm.
0: yo 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 we are back we are back short little break and what we are going to get into next is i'm going to do every day a segment and we're going to talk about black history we are going to talk about history just period uh and today uh october 6th uh in 1971 was the first legal interracial marriage in north carolina uh john a wilkinson married Lorraine Mary Turner was the first legalized interracial marriage in North Carolina. Wilkinson was black, Turner was white. Uh, I don't know if people remember, uh, and I really didn't know a lot about the story, uh, but Loving versus Virginia. Uh, and I bring that up because of the interracial, and I don't think people fully understand uh, how hard it is to be an interracial Couple, how hard it is to be an interracial uh, human being um, because you at times you feel like you're not accepted by either race. Uh, And even with the interracial marriage, you know, you lose family over uh, people are uncomfortable with things that they don't understand. And I didn't know that love was something that people didn't understand. regardless of whatever color, whatever, regardless of whatever sex, creed. uh, I didn't know love. Didn't see anything but compassion, Mm -hmm. feelings, you Mm know, um, a person, personality. That's what love should see. It shouldn't see if they're Black, if you're white. Love is love. And that's where we need to get back to is that unconditional love. Because if you love somebody unconditionally, that means you love them regardless of whatever flaws, whatever, not going to say wrongs, uh, but whatever way that they choose to live their life, because that's what unconditional love is. So for all you parents out here that... uh, are mad because your child is it chooses freedom of choice to be gay uh, or they choose to be transgender love that child. love them because at the end of the day if you don't love them who else is going to talk about it? it is something that that a child is a human being that they didn't choose to be here they didn't have a choice um And and honestly, at the end of the day, they didn't have a choice to to live their life the way that they're living it because that's the way that they were born. That's the way that the only way that they know how to live. So instead of us judging, let's help them understand so that we can love because without accountability, we cannot get unity. Talk about it, brother. The next story that uh, I want to talk about, and I'm going to probably finish off with this story today uh is and then i just had an update come across is that and the the link that you have is it it bumped up to one more now but uh 37 uh this morning preschoolers in a Thai daycare were were killed um is uh is this it via twitter no, nope. this is uh no nope, it was uh, right. uh CNN. Send me,
1: send me that link, brother. I'm not sure yeah, if I have it. I got you. Yeah, because I'm not sure I uh not sure if I received it, or maybe I did and I didn't find the link and click on it, but we always get so many stories here, y'all. It's yeah, always yes. Always stuff that we talking about here on the Leon Block independent media, but you are watching the urban and cons- the urban conservatives. See, look, I got a tongue twister going on. Right. Let me sit real quick. Go ahead <laughs> go ahead on uh, what
0: you're, you're seeing about. across the screen is this morning. Well, it was morning to us. Um uh, in Thailand, as a former policeman, policeman burst into a daycare center in northeastern Thailand on Thursday, killing dozens of children and teachers and then firing on more people as he fled in the deadliest rampage in the nation's history. The assailant, who authorities said was fired from the force earlier this year because of a drug offense, took his own life after killing his own wife and child at home. A witness said staff at the daycare locked the door when they saw the assailant approaching with a gun, but he shot his way in. In footage posted online after the attack, frantic family members could be heard weeping outside the daycare. And one image showed the floor of of one room smeared with blood and sleeping mats scattered about. Now, see, I have an issue with this, and I'm going to speak about it. I I definitely have an issue with this. why do we continually allow those type of and i know we need to be about truth and transparency but when it comes to brutalizing themes of children why do we continually have to show that i, I don't understand mainstream media sometimes I, I i don't even because why do we got to keep even with like you Dale, right There was a story and this kind of plays into it a little bit. And the only reason why I'm not going to talk about this is because news is the story is real quick,
1: real quick. We, um we did an episode last night on T where we talked about the mainstream media and there's one picture in particular, and I don't have it right now, but if you go watch the episode, we'll talk about it. Uh, There's a a type of like a graph that they show in, in a sense, right? It's a picture. And at the center, it is like the people who drive the country, the 1%, the lobbyists. And as you go out, it talks about the things that are there to distract us, mass shootings and the, the, the vulgar, horrible things and images that they show us as part of that distraction.
0: And that's crazy because it's like, I, I look at it. Everybody wants to talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, Right. Right. Mine is in post. It's present because every day that I walk out of my my house, every day I go out and, and look at my community, that's what I see. Them same graphics that you see coming out of Thailand, Iran, Ukraine, you can see that in North Minneapolis. You can see that in West Philly. You can see that in Chicago. So I don't understand why they do that for clickbait. Tell the story. That's talk about have, it. You know what I'm saying? Like you go on and you have to see from other countries, and you have to see the the the, the, the despair, you have to see the the, the trauma, the the terror that we already see every day. What more can we feel for these people when we see the some stuff that are going on in our neighborhoods, in our mm-hmm. same communities every day? Mm-hmm. Every day. Because, you know, and I feel sorry. Don't, I don't want anybody to take this wrong because what happened is a tragedy. What happened should not... Those are our futures, regardless if it's in Thailand. That, that was maybe the next... Great inventor to make ne- the next great artist, entertainer, comedian, actress, uh, teacher, doctor, scientist. Same thing over here. We're killing our futures for what I will never, never, never understand the way that mainstream media. The way that politicians the way that athletes talk about things but never want to answer never never want to solve it they'll talk about it but never want to be involved in solving so i want people to think about that today as it's throwback thursday is to really really think about what can you do today to change it for the better what can you do today Because in 30, 34 minutes, Minneapolis, there will be a city council meeting where they're going to, the city council is going to vote to hire our new police chief. Do I believe that he should be the police chief? Honestly, it's going to be somebody. I just wish they would stop putting these people with shitty records, with shitty history, with shitty statistics, with no answers and pay them exorbitant exuberant salary Mm -hmm. because we get shit for nothing we're sitting here paying over five hundred thousand dollars for a public safety director and a new police chief and what are we going to get we're going to get overdoses we're going to get carjacking we're going to (laughs) get you know what i'm saying and, and they're going to be out here, bag for our vote and say, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But yet when it comes down to it, Operation Endeavor has nothing to do about protecting the people. It's about protecting corporations. It's about protecting the people that get them into the office. Who fund their campaigns. So I want y'all to really think about that today. Because it is early voting. And I do want people to get out and vote. But before you get out and vote, make your vote matter. Don't let them tell you that because you're voting for a Republican, you're wasting your vote or that you're voting for an independent, you're wasting your vote. No, that is your vote. So if they're telling you that you're wasting it, that means voting doesn't mean anything. If you, if you don't vote for the right person, that's what, but who's the right person? Is it the right person for you or is it the right person for a political affiliation? Because people need to stand up and fight for what's right and not stand up and fight for a political party. So win or fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell,